Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome to Convert Central. I'm Kevin Sidik Lim, the host of Convert Central, and I'd like to welcome you to Season 3 of Convert Central. Our podcast focuses on the challenges that Muslim converts face along their conversion journey to help Muslims from all backgrounds to find a strong foothold in Islam. Follow our Instagram and LinkedIn page at Convert Central, and I look forward to sharing with you all the beneficial series we plan for the year. For now, I'd like to welcome you to Season 3 of Convert Central. Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Welcome back to Combo Central. So, alhamdulillah, um, in the previous episode, we were joined by Sis Carmel to talk about a little bit about how she got introduced to Islam as well as the circumstances leading up to her conversion. So, it's a journey that spanned all the way from her secondary school days to which she was 26. So, it's a very interesting story in which we got to discuss about what was Hidayah and what was Taufik and what were some intentions coming into Islam for a uh, prospective Muslim. And of course, for most of us, when we learn about Islam, the first hadith we always learn, actions are nothing but their intentions. So for those who are interested to learn about how to refine our intentions and also learn from the experience of this Kamil, please head back to the previous podcast. But today, in this podcast, we'll be discussing about how she broke her news, her being, becoming a Muslim or wanting to become a Muslim to her family and friends. So I'll start her off by asking her right now. So Sis Kamil, how did you... Um, you know, communicate to your social circle. Did you tell your friends first or did you tell your family about your conversion and how did they react? I told, um, I didn't, like it wasn't a very public broadcast. Like I, I told um, those who met it. So to me, it was a very small group of people and most importantly, my mother uh, and a few close friends. And I really just cut the quick, you know, like I didn't beat around the bush. I didn't like, uh, hey, mom, I got something to tell you, but you don't angry at, or like that kind of thing. Like I didn't find a point in being wishy-washy about um, telling them I was Muslim. I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to tell you. I, I, I have made like a really big paradigm shift in my life. Um, I'm going to be Muslim. Uh, I, in fact, I identify as Muslim already. So and then I'll just share the details about when my shahada is and everything. I feel like um, because I told a small group of people and because it was a very selective group of people, I knew that they were going to accept it. Yeah, so it was, it was, it was quite easy, especially for my mom. Um, my mom is, um, she's still Catholic. Uh, she has honestly been extremely supportive. You know, like she, she has made some lifestyle changes for herself um, to accommodate my being a Muslim. Uh-oh. Yeah, so alhamdulillah. alhamdulillah. That's, that's awesome. Mashallah. And um it's it's so good to hear that your family took it very well. Um and, and what was it like just just one conversation that you managed to get them over to your side to support your decision in becoming Muslim? Or was it like a, a few conversations had to happen over a span of a period of time? Um I think personally for my mom, right, because I live with her, um, it was a span of uh, conversations and also actions. Because she also saw the changes of what, what Islam has done for me, how much I've changed after I made the intention to be a Muslim. Yeah. So in, in some instances, I feel like while we did have conversations about it, it was a silent conversation. You know, like she saw my actions and because, okay, remember, remember when I was 21 and I wanted to be Muslim at that time, but for the wrong reasons. Oh, she so you, you kind of like gave her like ah, a I, 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 I guess you could say that but back then when I was 21 she wasn't so supportive of it yeah. that's why Allah's timing is so like 
amazing you know like yeah subhanallah like it was so amazing because at that time because my intentions were wrong nothing went right like i my intentions were not correct like i wasn't practicing properly um my mom wasn't supportive i was just like okay you know i'm still going to be muslim anyway but you know she was just like okay whatever but now because my intentions are correct allah also gives her the hidayah and helps her to see like you know what your your kids becoming so much better your kid has done like a full 180 i feel like you know the only person's acceptance that i really yearn for is my mom uh unfortunately my my dad okay so my parents are divorced uh, i stay with my mother i know my dad like an open book okay you know like this apple didn't fall very far from the tree yeah and it's really sad uh because my dad has stopped talking to me um he was extremely against me being a muslim but i feel that's because he doesn't understand the religion like he, he uh, what he understands of islam is what the media feeds him so because he disagreed with what he thinks islam is he has completely cut me off from his life and he stopped talking to me um but to me i feel that's just like a, a minor inconvenience in towards like a much larger and satisfying goal do you think that anything could have been done to have gotten him to support your decision honestly i i don't know okay i i'm i all i know is that my father is extremely stubborn and as much as i try to give him like say reading material he's just going to be like no i don't want it because it's so within him to want to dislike islam because that's his goal you know and <laughs> it's just really sad um but alhamdulillah i'm able to see that things on the flip side you know i'm able to look at things glass half full i don't feel that we are here on earth for things to be rosy for things to be easy um perhaps this was part of my test you know perhaps this was part of the challenge that allah has built for me to see whether like am i going to go through with it because my father went so far as to say like you become muslim i'm going to take you out my will you know like but <laughs> i told my dad like i don't care about your money i just want you to except that I'm muslim try to learn about my religion and 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 then therefore like understand why I do certain things or why I cannot do certain things I pray for him all the time you know I I hope that like you know I don't know when but like I hopefully one day he starts to talk to me again oh, yeah alhamdulillah all right so um well, that was actually such a interesting and unique like perspective from you and uh subhanallah I'm, I'm I'm happy to know that your mom was supportive but yet also I think if you think about it right it's actually a sunnah to have a issue an issue with your family member when it comes to deen right and and not just the sunnah of the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam where he had a problem with his uncle right mm-hmm. and he Nabi Ibrahim had an issue with his father Nabi Nuh had an issue with his son so many different prophets cross time had the same issues as us I I feel like as converts it's it's actually mashallah I'm I'm happy that Allah has given me this this challenge I'm I'm accepting of this challenge but also oh, it's only true following the examples of the prophets that we are able to get ourselves past this challenge. Yes. So for example if you are challenged in faith for example in your situation you look to the actions of Nabi Ibrahim in which the Quran say Ibrahim is the father of all of us right follow his example. So Nabi Ibrahim was challenged in his faith by his father who was in his time the one who was making the idols which was the yeah. the gods at a point of time. He he had to hold firm but he he was still respectful to his father, right? And and similarly, you know, if if then if 
our choice to become Muslims don't sit well with our children if you are a bit more aged. Then we look to the example of Nabi Nuh, right? And, and he had his issues with his son, right? So there are many examples in, in, in different lives of different prophets and especially in the life of the Prophet he gives us a, a moral on how to deal with our family members. So of course, like you said, of course, things are unrosy, right? Uh, and, and I'm happy that in this episode, we get to capture that. Possibly at any point of time, there will be people who are supportive. There might still be people who are not supportive of our decision. Yeah. It's a lifelong journey to, inshallah, get everyone in your family to be supportive and then perhaps take the next step to consider Islam for themselves. But throughout that step, it's not just filled with waiting. You know, Muslims don't wait. You know, Muslims are active in seeking the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, perfecting our conduct so that they can see for themselves. Like as you mentioned, it's not just like a verbal communication, but silent, you know, go by action, show that you are becoming a better person through Islam. I feel like, you know, actually two speakers have came up in the past two weeks to talk about their experiences as a convert. Uh, oh, sorry. In, in fact, three uh, converts have came up and, and the common theme in breaking the news is that they always communicated this decision, not just through words, but through their actions. The first time in Commerce Central history that we did a series, and each of the episodes had the same answer, that if you want to convince your family members, you don't just do it through your words, but through your actions. Through actions to show that, show that you are becoming a better person, but also to show that you are firm about your decision to become a Muslim, that you are sincere about it. Mashallah, you know, you are the last um, guest speaker of this series, and I'm oh. happy that you are, you are coming to help us conclude in such a nice fashion to complete the, the, the of, of how to, you know, guide ourselves in the strife of getting our family members to accept and be supportive of our decision to become a Muslim. And inshallah, you know, we pray that for you and all our guests because that your strife will also enable them to consider Islam for themselves, inshallah. You know, of course, before we end, we, we would like to get advice for you as well. So perhaps for you will be the advice of what you're actually facing. What would you tell yourself or perhaps what would you like to remind yourself if there's a family member that doesn't support your decision to become Islam and things have been pretty strained? You know, what is something that, you know, you can do meanwhile? If you have an extremely stubborn family member like my father, right, um, I feel the best thing that you can do is continue living your life to the best of your ability to be the best Muslim possible for yourself and continue praying for this person. Don't leave this person out of your du'a just because, oh, okay, this person wants to disown me or this person doesn't want to be my friend. I also feel that if you have people that push you away, friends, I'm talking about friends, like if you have people that push you away or disagree with your religious motivations, perhaps this person is not good to be in your life anyway because the people who matter to you the people who love and, and genuinely care for you regardless yeah. of what religion you choose will choose to stay in your life and will support your decision and and one more thing i want to say like so this is advice on like telling um especially if you're just about to break the news to be it friends or family about your decision yeah. to take the shahada or be muslim um remember the dua of musa um, from surah Taha, verse 25 to 28 so it goes, my Lord, expand for me my chest and ease for me my task and untie the knot from my tongue that they may understand my speech. Like this has literally got me through so many things and not just in terms of like breaking news to people, but just if I had to do a presentation at work or something, you know, like this has honestly gotten me through so many things. And you know, the expand my chest part, like I feel like a weight lifted off my chest and I feel so much more confidence and, and trust in Allah like he puts the right people in your life um, regardless of whether they cause calamity in your life whether they are there to hurt you or to yeah. 
do good in your life, just always remember that when you put your best foot forward in being a Muslim, whatever that befalls you is already written for you. And if you find anything difficult, whatever we're given to do on earth are things we can do. If not, if we couldn't do it, Allah wouldn't have given uh, passed it to us. Yeah. As you've mentioned, when we are on a big strive, it's always so important to seek the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes. And we think about big, big missions. And some of these were in the stories of the companions uh, where, where they fought they fought wars, where they were outnumbered. Or some of the pious predecessors of our human race where you, you have one very pious man who would carry his mother all the way to Umrah and back home mm. and he had to travel and how he would train for it was that he would carry a, a small cow, uh, a young cow, up and down the hill every day and as the as the cow grew he would get stronger because he would also carry a heavier weight. But you, you think of all those, sometimes we think that we can't do it. But you forget that they only are able to do it because of the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes. And, and in all of their examples in their lives, they will always help ask for help from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, including Nabi Musa. And in fact, this is the dua that we recite every time before we start Kama Central as well. So even in the podcast recording, we, we, we applied you know, the, the sunnah that was taught to us to recite this dua before we begin recording. Alhamdulillah, you know, it's, it's truly the power of Allah that moves hearts. We, we, we say, O mover of hearts, make firm our heart on your religion. So this is, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the mover of hearts. And through him, perhaps, eventually your family members might take their shahada, might be supportive, or they might not be. But Inshallah. remember, anything that happens to you is the best for you. For the affairs of the believer, it's strange. You know, if something good happens to them, they are grateful. And if something not good happens to them, then inshallah, they are patient. So everything is good for you. Everything is an opportunity for you to do good as a Muslim. So like you said, when you strive to be your best Muslims, uh, to be a best Muslim, you not only uh, become a best Muslim, in the best of situations, but also in the worst of situations, you are patient and then you get rewarded for that. So, mashallah, thank you so much for the good advice. Thank um, you for having me. Alhamdulillah, it's our pleasure. We would like to have you back in the future, you know, if, if we... If, um, I'd love to be back. <laughs> Alhamdulillah. And uh, we would love to introduce you to more guest speakers as well. I feel like, you know, you'll love to back with them. If the opportunity comes, we, we will do so, inshallah. But let's end the podcast today by reciting Tasbih Kafar and Surah Asr. Subhanaka Allahumma bihamdika. أشهد أن لا إله إلا أنت أستغفرك وأتوب إليك بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم والأصل إن الإنسان لا في خص إلا الذين آمنوا وعملوا الصالحات وتواصوا بالحق وتواصوا بالصبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته